Are you ready to focus today? Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the Focus Factory. I'm your host, Jeff Pickett, owner of Media by JP, a video production company. And this is episode eight. We have some of the cheesiest uh, intros ever, but we're going to say it anyway, because it's what we do. It's what, it's what the kids want. We are not the Cheesecake Factory. We're not an industrial factory, but we are what we call an intellectual factory, a place for business owners to listen to other business owners in a way that hopes to connect them to give them advice, tips, input. And by the end of each episode, we hope to give you, the listener, one piece of advice to focus on for the week. So our advice this week is gonna come from an attorney. And before you have any negative thoughts about attorneys, I'm fortunate enough to know Eric, attorney at law, <laughs> and I was, <laughs> uh, what's that mean? Attorney at law. I've never heard of anybody being attorney, not at law, but Eric's going to actually give us advice about the right places to get advice because there's nothing that's going to hurt a business faster than bad advice. So here's Eric. So we're joined today by a friend of mine, Eric Ronke. Eric is an attorney at law, and uh, we've already started off the show on a little bit of a contentious front. For those of you who are watching our broadcasts on our website at, at focusfactorypodcast.com, we record all of these episodes as much as we can through video. And in order to make the conference room that we're in today broadcasting it, uh, we set up a couple of items of notice just to hide the uh, microphones and the mixer board. So I'm a Chiefs fan. Eric isn't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it that way. That's a fair way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's a Broncos fan. So I've got uh, a Chiefs helmet on my side. Eric's got some law books on his side. And uh, anyway, he didn't like that too much. No, no. And, and you didn't mention that I do have a Broncos mug on my side just to kind of balance out the evilness of your side of the table so <laughs> well the best part is your law books are hiding your your bronco logo should on i your should i slide it in front is that what you're no i'm saying i just don't have to see it <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> so the uh the contentiousness is going to continue and this is one thing i really appreciate about eric because he's we, we had some conversations beforehand about some of the dangers of people and their businesses and where they're getting their advice from, uh, whether that be online resources, friends, family, some of those areas we are really going to dig into. And I'm excited to kind of get into this because we all have friends and family who are in business and we all have friends and family who have lost a business. And sometimes we wonder why did they make the decision that they made and why maybe they should have done something different. So. Um, Eric is going to dig into that topic with us today and, and, uh, hopefully we're going to, at the end of the day, we're going to really make you think and second think 
maybe some of the decisions you've made or some of the decisions you want to make in the future about your business. So is that is that a fair way to start it off? Yeah, I think that's a fair way. You know, before we had the technical glitches, as we were talking about a minute ago, uh, we said, you know, it kind of worked out because we, while we didn't plan the whole football reference or anything like that, it said really what, what we're talking about here is being careful of the armchair quarterbacks of the of the business world, the people that are going to come and tell us, you know, how to run our business that that maybe just don't have the advice or the experience or, or expertise. And maybe they think they do, maybe they don't, but... Uh, you know, everybody wants to tell you what to do with your business, but, you know, should you be listening to them and who should you be listening to, I guess, is, is a good topic. So. so so it's fair to say to tell people it's none of your business now. It's absolutely fair to say <laughs> that. Yep, it, it is none of your business. It is my business. So. <laughs> so where do you think this starts? Where do you think the bad decisions start to crop up, especially in the last couple of years? Sure. Well, you know, a really big, broad area, I guess, that we can talk about is is the internet. You know, yep. uh, and and again, I was mentioning before that, um, you know, I I always use the example of that I can go out on YouTube and I can watch a YouTube video on how to change the engine of my car or out of my car. Um, it doesn't mean it's a really good idea for me to do that. I don't have a, a mechanical or technical bone in my body, and I probably would end up in a really really bad position. So, <laughs> so while you know, obviously, I'd save a lot of money by doing that. You know it obviously is not wise in the end. I should be taking it to a professional to get that done the right way. So, so I, th- I would say that my guess is most people do turn to the internet and YouTube videos or other places because they're trying to save money, right? So what would you say about that if they're just trying to save money? In the end, is it really going to save you money? You know, it, it, the, the internet's a great resource. It really is. And and most people turn to the internet because we don't know where else to go, you know, and it's a fast resource. It's something that's in our pocket now, you know, and we can pull out our phone and we can Google search. We can be laying in bed, have a thought pop into our head, pull the phone off the, the end stand and, and start looking for answers. Um, and so there's nothing wrong with that. There's great resources online. It's just, again, you have to be very careful of the information that you find and the services that are available too, I guess. Sure, sure. And I think it's my... What I've come across, or at least what I would throw out there, a danger that I see is that, you know, when we're listening or we're watching somebody uh, at a presentation, they they typically jump up on stage and these people have got instant credentials, instant credibility. And you could pick any speaker that's out there. Um, and, and, and I think everybody would know what we're talking about. But when you're in a Facebook group, for example, and you, you see someone who apparently speaks with great conviction. They seem to really know what they're talking about. Why would I distrust that uh, information, Eric? That's a great question and a great example. And, you know, the, the, uh, the online groups that we joined, you know, the first thing we have to remember is if we, if we joined one of these groups, it's for one of two reasons. One, because we're honestly looking for information or two, we honestly think we've got a lot of information and the entire world needs to know what we what we need to know or what we know, I should say. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean, though, that you as the business owner looking to start up should trust the person that thinks they know everything that they need to know or that they do know. Um, and we need to vet those people. We need to make sure that the people we're listening to have have done what, you know, what we wanted to do. You know, and I guess this is a, you know. Prime example, I was sharing with Jeff earlier a quote that I heard, and, and I really wish I could give credit where credit's due, but I don't know. I heard it on the radio while I was driving into work last week. And the, the quote, and I'm going to read it so I get it right, was, don't ask for directions from someone who has not been where you're going. 
You know, if you really let that sink in, it makes a lot of sense. Why would you listen to somebody tell you what to do if they've never been there before, you know, or how to get to where you want to go if they've never been there before? You know, it just makes a lot of sense to say, yeah, I want to talk to somebody that has been down this road, you know, and understands how to get to the end result that I'm trying to reach. Yeah. So that bell you hear in the background, uh, just disregard that. That's uh, just the nuclear missiles about to go off in our uh, in our offices here. <laughs> Sorry about that, but no, I I think that's a great uh, it's a great quote because, yeah, there are people who maybe they've been in business for just a couple of months or maybe a couple of years, and even though they don't have everything figured out, they still may want to maybe artificially lift their credibility by throwing out a few pieces of wisdom, but not all of that may be wisdom. Would that be fair to say? Well, and I think to that extent too, is that I think a lot of these people honestly think they're giving good advice. You know, they, they think because they've spent 20 minutes reading an article on something that now they're an expert in it. <laughs> and, you know, and, and in their head they are, you know, and so, you know, for example, we get some of these groups that you and I have both been part of and, and somebody will go out and ask a question and they'll get 40 responses in a matter of an hour or two. And there'll be 30 of them that are completely wrong. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's not even an ounce of truth to these, yet they're out there sharing this information because they think that they're right. Sure. And so (laughs) I've had many a times where I've I've made comments on these posts and and made a very, very long post that said, listen, you need to ignore what these other people are saying. And I try and say it in the nicest way possible is to not offend other people but at the same time you have to be kind of harsh about it because you have to make sure that the person that asked the question in the first place understands that the the advice that they've got from the majority of the people on here is wrong you know and and they need to know that so yeah and that is a that is a, a specific and very real danger you hear so much in the news about uh viruses and malware but our opinions and the things that we say online we have to be careful about what we say and who we say it to, because you very well, blah, 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 you very likely could lead somebody down the wrong path or or taint an opinion that that could really get them in a bind. And of course, you have no skin in the game on that. They do, and uh, it's a definitely a danger. So, how do we? How should we vet? What would you say? What would you say about that? How would we, how would we vet people if we really thought this person had great advice? What would be some recommendations on how to vet people? Well, a great example would be figure out what they do. You know, it, it's so often we're reading this the, the advice on these different formats, and you know, any one of us that are listening to this podcast and can say, you know, we've read advice from somebody, and I, I guarantee very seldom do we ever actually go look to see who this person is and what they do for a living. Or maybe if we go that far, we don't really dig any further to see how long have they been doing it? Have they been successful at it? You know, just because I own a a business doing, you know, making widgets doesn't mean that I'm an expert in widgets. It just means that I tried to start a business and, you know, and so you got to be really careful of that and, and really see where they come from. Um, You know, and, and one thing I just wanted to touch on with this topic is, you know, don't take this as all negative. Because the internet is an amazing resource and there's going to be people out there that are going to be able to give you advice and they're willing to do so because especially if we get the type A personalities, which most entrepreneurs are, they want to give advice because they want people to know that they know what they're talking about. It's the exact same reason we have the problem that we have with this, but it's also the reason why there's such a great resource there because there's plenty of people that want to share everything they know with you and would love to give you their time, you know? 
Um, a great example would be when I started my law firm. And when I started, when I started in my practice, um, I went against the advice of probably the people I respected the most. One of my professors in law school, I asked him when I was coming out, I said, would it be a terrible idea for me just to start my own practice rather than go work for somebody else? And he said, Eric, that's the worst thing you could possibly do. <laughs> and of course, we had a long <laughs> conversation after that about why. Um, and I went and did it anyway. And, and, and yeah, it was a, a long road and I had to figure a lot of things out myself. Absolutely, it was. Um, but the first thing I remember, and I kind of did it on accident, was I had somebody come into my office and ask me if I could do something for them. As a business owner, I think a lot of people can relate to this. We just say, yes, I can do it. And, and then we go laundering money, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I plead the fifth, right? <laughs> <laughs> but they asked me if I could do this certain thing. And I told them, yes, I could. And then afterwards, I kind of had that, oh, crap moment. Hopefully that's okay to say here. Sure, okay. Sure. You can say crap here. <laughs> okay. I had that oh crap moment of now I got to figure out how to really do this thing. And so I sent out an email that uh, with attorneys in the state of South Dakota, we have uh, a listserv and goes out to all the state, all the attorneys in the state. So I don't know, maybe 600 people that saw this email. And I said, I need help with this. Is there anybody that can help me walk through this process or explain me how, how to do it to me? This was, um, you know, probably five thirty, six o'clock at night. And by eight o'clock the next morning, I get to the office and pull up my email. And I had probably a dozen emails from other attorneys in the state that for no reason other than that, they just wanted to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they gave me all this advice. And to this day, you know, I've been in practice now for about six and a half years. To this day, I have one person from that set of emails that I got that I still reach out to probably a couple of times a week with things that I just say, hey, I need advice on this. And, and while I've been doing this long enough that I feel very confident in what I do, and that particular thing that I did, uh, that I asked that question, is one of the main things that I do today is my primary focus in my practice. And I still reach out to that person almost on a weekly basis, almost daily sometimes, with more questions, even though I know a lot about what I do. I, I also know that I, I don't know everything sure. about what I do. Yeah. And so that kind of ties back. And I know I got kind of long-winded with that story, but but what's so important is that you have to be able to reach out and find the right resources. And when you can find one that's good, grab onto it and don't let go. Um, you know, we kind of talked about mentorship is, is, is what, you know, this leads to is find a mentor, find somebody that's been there, that's willing to help you out um, and, and just hold on to them and, and understand that you still need to make your own decisions and you still need to take your business in its own direction. But also, don't be afraid to follow somebody else that's done it before. Don't reinvent the wheel on everything. You know, you know that, and that's something that I see also. I see a lot of people who ask a question, but they don't necessarily, I, I guess sometimes I can't figure out if, they're, if they really want an answer or if they just want people to agree with them. So, <laughs> you know, I think they call it confirmation bias. Okay, I already know, I already know in my head what I want the answer to be. So I'm only going to listen to people if they tell me what I want them or what I want to hear. And I I think we have to be prepared when we ask a question of others, whether it is a mentor or someone else, and they give us the wrong answer that we didn't expect. That doesn't make it the wrong answer. It just means they have a different perspective and it's probably a perspective that you might need to entertain. Absolutely. And, and yeah, I just, I guess I can't echo enough what you just said there. And that's that, you know, they aren't giving us the wrong answer. They're giving us the answer we don't want to hear. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes that's what kills our businesses is not wanting to accept the answers that aren't what we want to hear. We aren't an expert in everything we do. 
odds are, and the reason why most businesses fail, in my opinion, Jeff, is that people are only good at necessarily one thing and they're really good at that. And I don't mean necessarily one thing, but what I mean is so many people are either really good at running a business or they're really good at making their widget or providing their service or whatever it is. But usually they're not really good at both. Mm -hmm. And and that's okay. And we don't have to be. But we have to be able to accept the fact that we're not. Mm -hmm. And we have to be able to accept the fact that we need to go out and seek advice for the things that we're not good at. And, yeah, if we're going to go out into the world and say, here's my question, but in reality you're putting a statement out there that I want you to just confirm that this is the answer to what I'm asking, you're never going to make it. It's just really what it is. And now here's a quick word from one of our sponsors. That business card that grandpa used to use back in the ages served its purposes, but it's modern times, folks. Wouldn't you rather convey who you are and what you are and why you are with a video business card? If you'd like to find out more information, visit our website, mediabyjp.com today. Now, I would add to this also, especially, so this is really for uh, those of you out there who are maybe new businesses or, or looking for advice in their startups. When you're asking questions, I mean, that's the right thing to do. You totally should ask the questions. But when someone offers up the notion of, hey, maybe we should get together so we can kind of drill into this, I, I feel like there's a little bit of uh, of a hesitation these days. Like people are afraid that if they reach out for help and somebody wants to help them, that they're just trying to sell them something. So I think you you have to at least give people the shadow of the doubt that there are people out there that legitimately want to help you, like the attorneys that you just referenced. And so when you're out there and you're talking, you really need to represent your business well. In other words, you need to show up on time. You need to respect that other person's time that they're giving you as you're seeking advice from them. They want to give that advice to you. You have to be careful about uh, maybe not showing up there, which is what happened with me one time. I was going to meet up with someone, and not only were they 30 minutes late, but as I pulled out from the the parking spot, the uh, individual just then showed up and gave me this WTF look, <laughs> and we'll let you figure out what that stands for. And then later, I just had to say, like, I don't get it. I was I was trying to help you out, and uh, you didn't respect my time, so I'm going to have to help somebody else. So maybe it was a good thing that they didn't show up because then I figured out, yeah, this person uh, maybe needs to rethink their business model a little bit if they're going to be 30 minutes to a meeting. That's, you know, that's a great point and, and, and a great business, um, great business advice, if you will, in general, is that, you know, you'll learn as you as you grow your business that um, you don't want to take every client that comes in the door, just like you don't want to help it, uh, give advice to every single person that seeks your advice. Um, you know, going back to kind of some of these online forums that we use and, and formats that we use, um, I've often thought about just not giving advice ever again, because it seems like so often we go out there and just like you said, they feel like it's a sales pitch and mm-hmm. really, you know, I'm there helping give advice and trying to direct people down the right road. Um, yes, obviously if they want you know an attorney to help them, my hope is that by seeing my advice, they're going to come see me. So my, I guess my answer to you is, why can't it be both that, yes, I'm here to sell you on my services, but at the same time, I'm also offering you advice that can be helpful. Um, and and if it works out that both of them work out great. And if all you ever get out of this conversation is, hey, you know, hey, here's this great attorney that gave me a whole bunch of advice and I didn't ever use his services or anything that made him money. 
but you're going to tell 10 other people that, Hey, this was a guy that gave me some great advice. That's great for me too. So I say it's, it can be both. It can be a sales pitch, so to speak and great advice. And that's why we do it. But it is really frustrating. Like I said, when we get to the, the certain formats where, you know, you put your advice out there and you really kind of put your heart into it, if you will. And then it just kind of gets glossed over or people take it for granted, you know? Yeah. I wish there, it would be nice if there were someone who could create the ideal um, metric of some sort, whether it's on Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. I don't think that it's really out there though. Like I'm just thinking like I've been in business for more than 25 years. And even though I'm not an attorney, I'm a chiefs fan. So that should count for something, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, I've been in business for a long time, but I don't want to say that, Hey, just because I've been doing things for 25 years makes me any better than anybody else. Cause I don't believe that. I believe there are great business leaders in any community that have maybe only been doing it for maybe a couple of years, but they've achieved so much more. And it would be nice though, if there was some kind of a gauge next to that individual's picture. And again, I think because that's not out there right now, vetting people out, meeting with them in person, um, just digging into the topic, maybe offline a little bit. That's perhaps the only way right now that we've got, unless, unless anybody else out there has other ideas. Do you, Eric? I think that, you know, exactly what you said is very powerful and, and finding people that know a lot of things about business or about what you're trying to achieve is important. But the best way I think you can tell that somebody is an honest, legitimate resource in what you're doing is you find somebody that will also admit that they don't know everything, you know, because yeah. if you find somebody that claims to know everything and if you're, you know, talking to somebody in a group or on one of these online formats or any other thing where this person's giving advice every time it comes up and they've got a, a, an opinion or advice about every single subject, run away because that person is a terrible <laughs> resource because I don't know anybody that knows everything about everything, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah, I do. I work with a lot of startup businesses, but there's a ton of things that I would tell my clients, look, you don't want my advice on this because you know, I'm not the right resource. I may not have even figured it out for myself yet. You know, I mean, there's still a lot of things in my business that I'm trying to improve. So, you know, but the thing is, is that it's important to understand that the resources are out there and a good mentor or a good person to seek advice from is going to tell you what they know and admit when they don't know it, but also have the resources to send you to, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of great sources out there. And I wrote down a couple of notes on them, you know, specifically in, in the Sioux Falls area. And I think a lot of cities and states have this as, you know, like the small business development center or uh, SCORE, S C O R E are both part of the small business administration. They're both free resources. As far as I understand, um, it's been a while since I've used either one of them, but when I started my practice, I met, I met with a small business development center. And they helped me with resources, just like, you know, putting together a budget and a business plan and things like that, that every business should have. Sure. Um, so those sources are out there. But again, finding a mentor that's been where you're at is probably the most invaluable thing you can possibly do. So, you know, I, I think some people out there are fearful of a mentor, perhaps even in their area for fear that uh, they perceive them as competition. And, and that always kind of makes me laugh a little bit that, I'm going to talk to someone who's been doing what I've done for 15 years and I'm going to assume that I'm going to crush them. So I better not talk to them because they're the competition. I mean, in my, in my space, in the, in the video space, I regularly meet with videographers in my area and it's, it's a nice little community because I've even borrowed lenses and borrowed gear from them and they borrowed from me where we all know that each of us has something different that we can bring to the table. 
and we all have our little niches that we want to fill. That's niche, by the way, not niche. If you don't know what I'm talking about, take a look at the episode with Troy Klongerbo. I agree. It's niche. Yeah. Niche, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we even did a survey on that. But anyway, don't don't be afraid of reaching out for fear someone's going to take your idea because ideas are uh, one in a million. It's, it's the execution of it. And if you're really passionate about your business and really passionate about really furthering it, don't worry about sharing your idea with somebody else. You're going to be the one driving it. And maybe that's one of the reasons that uh, that some businesses fail too is uh, they want to take advice from people maybe outside of their niche. And uh, I can't expect Eric to give me advice on on the video world necessarily. Just like he could expect, <laughs> he's not going to come to me and ask me about how to translate codified law or even if I said codified or codified, he's not going to come to me for that. I'm not even sure that's a thing, Jeff, but that's okay. <laughs> there you go. Good reason behind it. So I, I do think um, we we do live in a society where well, we have the internet so I can talk to these people and then I can probably maybe take some, some shortcuts. And so I'm going to learn how to graphically design my logo when maybe that's not the best way to go about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I think your point is here is that, you know, well, I can go out and I can find a app on my phone that could create a video. Right. Um, but no, you can't, uh, you showed me one, I think, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. Who was that person? <laughs> right. But you know, again, it's, it's just because you can find a way to do it doesn't mean that you should for one, you know, I know that even though I can figure out how to probably make a video somehow, right, with a webcam or, or my phone or something, that there's no way I could come anywhere near doing it the way that, that you do, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing with, you know, I do a lot of estate planning. And, and this is a great example. It's kind of different from business, but really it kind of ties together. And that, yes, there's plenty of resources out there where I can go print off a will and fill in the blanks or I can go down there's stores that actually sell them off the shelf if I if I if I'm not mistaken and fill in the blanks but does that really accomplish what your goal is you know and and do you know that and you probably don't know that you know you, you don't know if you're going to do it right and especially with something like that you're not going to find out till well till you're gone you know and, right. and it's going to be too late and same thing with your business i mean and you know if i were to do a video i can put it out there but that doesn't mean people are going to watch it you know sure and so while, you know, kind of twofold, one would be um, that obviously there's people that know better on how to do what you're trying to do than what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so why would you why would you expect that you can do it better? And why wouldn't you reach out and find somebody that can, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is, is that you're really good at doing what you do. Again, making that widget or providing that service. Why are you wasting your time? trying to do something that's not making you money when you can pay somebody to do it for far less than you're probably losing from not doing what you do well. You know, I, that was one of the hardest lessons I think I learned in my practice over the last few years really was that how am I going or why am I spending time when I could be charging the rates that I charge for my services spend, why am I spending that time doing things that I can have somebody else do. For example, you know, hiring a bookkeeper, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, keep, to keep track of my books and do my taxes at the end of the year or, you know, working with, you know, advertising type people or, or I mean, just there's so many examples of what this could be. And, and you know, while I did them in the beginning because it, it I mean, as I saw it, saved me money, in the end I realized that it was costing me a ton of money 
you know, because when I finally decided to outsource those things and let the people that do these things for a living do what they do best and get my hands off from it, trying to do something that I don't really know how to do and I'm just fumbling through it. I wasted so many hours where I could have been making money, sure. you know, and, and it just, it, and in the end, I mean, when I realized, started realizing those things, I saw my business grow so much faster, you know? Yeah. And I think some of that is due to their, I'm not going to say names, but we all know who they are. There's, there are some uh, pretty popular people out there, especially on social media who are all about the hustle and the grind. And so I think when certain audiences hear that message, they take it literally, well, Hey, I've got, I've got five minutes in my day that I got to fill it with something. I got to do something or else, you know, the, uh, the work gods are going to look down on me and strike me down. So if, if I need to design a logo, I don't need to hire that out. I'm just going to figure out how to do it on my own. If you really take a look at what you're worth and what your time is worth and what you want to do, Hey, if you're going to be a graphic designer, then, you know, obviously you're going to design your own logo, but if you're an attorney, is your time best spent designing your logo and instead Hire that out so that you can spend time attracting clients and talking with clients and and doing the thing that you were really trained to do and likely making more money doing that as well. Absolutely. You know, I heard a, a friend of mine said this yesterday to me in, in a conversation. I've heard it before as well. Uh, and it was another attorney, but, you know, the, the comment, and I'm, I'm trying to word it right, was, you know, there's nobody better than entrepreneurs at working 80 hours a week to make sure that we don't have to work 40 for somebody else, you know, <laughs> and, and it's so true. You know, we try so hard to, you know, like you said, grind, just grind it out. You got to work hard. You got to put in the hours. And the reality is I think most of us went into business that we don't have to, right? I yeah, mean, I didn't yeah. go into business for myself so that I could work 80 hours a week. If I wanted to do that, I'd go work for another law firm. You know, mm -hmm. I did it so that I could eventually have my own schedule, my own hours, you know, make my own rules and run my own life, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I just kind of laugh every time I hear the, the grind or, you know, grind it out or work hard, all this stuff. Because I remember when I was even growing up, before I was even out of high school and, you know, you start learning about business, it, you know, the most influential thing I think I ever heard was, work smarter, not harder. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, my dad was one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my entire life. And, you know, he's worked really, really hard his entire life. And I looked at that and said, you know what? I love the fact that he did that for us and gave us the life we did, but I don't want to work that hard, you know? Right. And so I'm trying to think of smarter ways to do it. Um, not, not ways to do it. And maybe, I mean, so the, I would say one area that I would say that you would want to grind it, crush it, whatever is, seeking out advice, not maybe from just one source, but maybe multiple sources. So instead of going to a singular Facebook group or talking to one individual about what's going to be the best decision for your business going forward is find five to 10 people that you've grown to know, like, and trust and, and tell them what's going on and, you know, use your time wisely that way, because these decisions you're making for your business are going to impact you, your family, the people that are close to you, because if you go belly up, you're, you know, you're in a weird state and you're going to be depressed. You're going to be less than fun to be around. So taking the time now to talk with other people and bet them out and to, to poll is probably a better way to grind than uh, getting in there and just doing it all yourself and trying to find those shortcuts. Right. I think another way to say that is let's, let's put our time, our focus, our grind, if you will, into how do we make our business efficient? How do we make it so that this business is going to grow? How are we working on our business 
as much as we're working in our business. And what I mean by that is not, you know, again, not going back to the, how do I design my own logo? How do I build my own website? How do I create my own video? How do I bypass having to hire an attorney to you know, set my business upright? Yeah. But, but it's how do I make sure that everything I'm doing is either producing for my business or finding ways that we can improve the business. And that again, so that I'm assuming most people's end goal is to work a little less harder to do tomorrow than they did today. Um, and maybe not right away, but eventually, you know, mm -hmm. and, and if we can do that, so that's why I say work on your business, work in your business, but don't waste time and money doing things that somebody else could be doing more efficiently for you. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Really good stuff. So as we come to a close, Eric, a couple of last questions there, what would you say? So we always try to have a, a focal point, a focus group, uh, a focus group. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but we try to have something that we want our listeners to really focus on for this week. So what would you say would be one thing that you would guide people to really focus on for this week in their business? You know, I want to go back to really that quote that I heard earlier. And, and, and again, I want people to really think about this. And, you know, if you're sitting out here listening to this, obviously not in your car, but if you're sitting at your desk or you're watching this online, write the quote down and look at it and really think about what it means. And again, that quote was, don't ask for directions from someone that hasn't been where you're going and really think about that. And if you're talking to somebody and they're giving you advice, I want that to just to repeat in the back of your head. Has this person been where I'm going? Do they have either expertise in what I'm doing, the business that I'm in, or with how to get my business where it needs to be from the perspective that we're looking? For example, you know, Obviously, you know, like you said, Jeff, if I was looking for advice on how to handle a legal issue, you and I probably aren't having that conversation. No offense, but I, I, I'm probably going to go hey. to somebody that at least has a law degree. I, <laughs> so. I object. I object. <laughs> but but at the same time, you know, that doesn't mean that I would never come to you, Jeff, for advice in my business. Because, again, what I've found, and, and you did a video for me, that video business card, I'll give you a little plug there. Uh, that video business card, I wouldn't have had a clue on how that worked. And quite frankly, before you did it, I didn't really have a clue on whether or not it'd have any kind of impact. Well, we both know, and, and if people are listening to this, hopefully they've seen it, but you know, it was what, six, 7,000 people that viewed it in the first week. That's six or 7,000 people that even if maybe 10% of them actually watched the video all the way through, that's another six or 700 people that learned about my business, something that they didn't know. And I wouldn't have ever known how to do that if I wouldn't mm -hmm. have had your help with that. So, um, so again, you know, don't, ask for directions from people that haven't been where you're trying to go or where you're going. And so you, in that example, knew where I was trying to go. I'm trying to bring in new clients through video, through online, through social. Um, and I didn't know how to get there. So I came to you, you know, and yeah. the same thing with the mentor that I had that helped me out day one in my business. That's still in my life today. And thank God for her, because I don't know how I ever would have made it this far, <laughs> but you know, you know, I, I, I know that I can go to her because in my opinion, in that area of law, she's the best. And she knows everything that I don't know. And, and she'd probably tell you she doesn't. But, you know, she knows far more than I do about a lot of these things. And, and while I feel very, very confident in what I do and that I provide a good quality service, there's just things that come up that I don't know the answer to. And I think you've got to be able to admit that, you know. So, so I just thought there is actually one individual that uh, doesn't fall into your quote for asking for directions for someone that's never been where you're going, uh, an astronaut. <laughs> they gotta ask somebody that's never been there. There, you know, that's a good point. There's got to be people that are willing to take chances on their own. But you know what? It's a lot easier to follow the path of somebody else than it is to cut your own. You know, that's really and, and so while while certainly there's got to be there's got to be people that that start 
uh, the new uh, the new path or the new direction. Um, I'm going to stick with following the ones that have done it before because there's still plenty of things to do that I can build my business on and that I can build my life around that I don't have to reinvent that wheel. Oh. You know, thank God somebody is going to invent the next wheel or the next, you know, best thing out there. But I don't need to be that person. And I think that probably 99% of the people that are going to listen to this podcast, they don't need to be that person either. Go yeah. do what oh. you do, do well, and maybe have your niche market in that area that where you're maybe going to take it in a different direction. But understand that probably 99% of what you're doing is the same as what somebody else has done. So find out what they did and how they were successful. And that's good advice. Very, very good advice. So Eric, if, uh, Folks that are listening to this are looking for more legal advice. Uh, how would they contact you? Sure. Well, in my practice is RonkyLaw.com. You can find it, or you can find me on RonkyLaw.com, um, or on Facebook. You search Ronky Law there. Um, there's Google me, however you want to find. Uh, but yeah, or feel free to reach out to me. Uh, email my email is just Eric at RonkyLaw.com. Um, you can certainly call me at the office, which you can find those numbers on the website, Facebook, wherever. All right. All right. Well, thank you for spending your time with us today. It was a lot of fun. And guess what? He didn't even charge me for his time. What kind of an attorney is that? Well, we'll have to have you back on again because I know there's going to be some other topics we'll come up with as far as like forming an LLC and all sorts of fun stuff. So again, we appreciate your time. I'd love to. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Harry. I guess I've been lucky in my life with people like Eric. I've never really had too many bad attorney uh, episodes, knock on wood, but I really appreciate uh, Eric taking his time out today and to talk about the topic of uh, just making sure that you're getting advice from the right people. And I just want to go through just a couple of things that, that Eric brought out, but especially, you know, that quote, and we'll put all of this information into the show notes for sure. But being careful not to ask for directions from someone that has never been where you're going. There are so many people and so many opinions out there. It is so important to distinguish opinion from advice and, and actionable and good advice. And I think that we have to be careful. Maybe we have to own this problem first before pointing the finger at other people. I think we have to be careful about the advice that we would give to others unless we're very specific in that field or unless we really have great advice to offer up, stuff that we have real experience with. And just being very careful then in return that the advice that you're taking from people, it's okay to um, challenge. Where do, they, where do they come from? And even though their heart may be in the right place, it's, uh, it's always a good idea to really check in with those folks and make sure they know what they're talking about. Well, we just want to thank you for this podcast. Uh, again, uh, the advice that we're getting are from business owners. That's one of the, the blessings of uh, putting together this Focus Factory is you're not just listening for me. Sure, I've got 25 years of experience plus in, in business and in marketing and, and now in video. But we're getting actionable advice from from people who are in the know, people who are, are expert content experts in, in what they do. And we're just really grateful for those guests that we've had and, and the guests that we've got scheduled to be talking to in the future. If you have not already subscribed to our podcast, we would encourage you to do so. And especially over on iTunes, that's a great place for our Apple fans to go over there and subscribe to our podcast and uh, to, to give us a rating and review. We are slowly but surely collecting those. 
And uh, we're going to continue a little contest that we're running. If you are able to, please give us a, a rating and review. Screenshot that and then uh, message me over on Facebook. If you go to our Facebook group, the uh, Focus Factory Podcast Facebook group, you can message me inside of there or just at Jeff Pickett. Send me a screenshot of that. We'll put you into a drawing and the winner will win uh, one of my favorite tools, the High Performance Planner, uh, a tool from Brendan Burchard. So that is all we have for this week's episode. Focus this week on really taking in that actionable advice and following the instructions that uh, Eric provided all of us. We will see you next Tuesday where I'm trying to remember who our guest is. I have it down somewhere, but I've got 10 more shows yet to record. And I'm just so super blessed with all of you out there that are listening to this podcast, the feedback that we're getting. Um, someone came to me earlier in the week and said, hey, I've never really listened to podcasts before. And I listened to yours. And uh, that episode, especially with Jason Reisdorfer and culture and values was just amazing. That was episode number three. And now I'm uh, I'm a podcast um, advocate. I just love it. So we just, we thankful, thankful for those comments. I'd be even more thankful if that individual put that in on iTunes. <laughs> but hey, one day, all in good time, all in good time. All right, so that's all for this week's uh, episode. We'll see you next Tuesday. In the meantime, as always, get focused.